Hello, welcome to Ethereal Threads, a woven space where we connect photography, business, parenthood, and healing. I'm your host, Ashley McCoy. Join me as we journey into another episode. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for being here on another episode of Ethereal Threads. I'm really excited to be able to connect with you guys today. Um, If you're listening, which hopefully you are, today is going to be a bit of a personal episode. Um, Some of you may realize that I have not been on social media for about 15 days. I'm taking all of November to refocus my inner self um, and not really allow the world to influence some things in my life. I I know that might be a little confusing, but social media can be really damaging. And I personally needed like to step back and ground myself and find out, you know, just a few things about me, which I I wanted to talk about um, (laughs) in this episode, actually, not that I've discovered everything in the last two weeks, but I have had, you know, some realizations. I I haven't been able to make a podcast episode because I, I didn't, it didn't feel real. Uh, Nothing felt really authentic to me. And today I was having um, like a discussion with Sam at our kitchen table because we've had some things going on in our lives, some changes, and we're trying to navigate through them. And so when he was trying to explain something to me, uh, I had like this aha moment and I told him that I needed to come record and talk to you guys. So this episode is going to be a little bit um, personal and kind of raw. And I think you're really going to get to know me a little bit better here. And I wanted to talk about like what it means to be your true authentic self, which is something that I have struggled with my entire life. Um, My sister gave me some feedback on my episodes and I wanted to kind of put in what she said about just really talking about me and letting you guys get to know me and where I've come from. And so, um, these things just sort of clicked when I was talking to Sam that I really needed to go talk about these struggles because I think some people can maybe relate to these struggles. And if you can, uh, I just want you to know that you're not alone, even if it feels like you are alone, Um, especially if you are someone who struggles with borderline personality disorder. And it's not really easy. So I, I just wanted to come and like, talk about that. I have no idea how long this episode is going to be, so please, please bear with me. Um, I feel like I have a lot to say and I don't really know where to start, so I'm just kind of jumping all in and it may be like all over the place. With all of that being said, um, I wanted to start with me as like a younger child. Uh, because I think this is where a lot of my problems have come from. And I do a lot of meditating and a lot of like 
soul searching and talking to my inner child, which I know some people may find to be a little weird, but it has helped me heal a lot and uh, helped me become the person that I am today. So it's something that I try to do every day, especially if I'm having a problem. And this year I've had, I, it's been a really rough year, you guys, like, yeah, it's, it's been a really, really rough year. So funny story, like side story, but I do not do threes very well. So 2013 was probably one of the worst years of my life. And 2023 has been one of the most difficult years to follow. So I know that next year is going to be a lot better, but this year has really kicked my butt in some ways good. Um, and some ways not so much like some, I, I would rather things didn't happen the way they did, but they did. And here we are. And I've, you know, navigated through a lot of them, but as it stands, I am going to be fully prepared for the year 2033, um, uh, because I understand how threes work for me. And also, if you know me, you know that I am a very weird person when it comes to numbers. I only do odd numbers, so the fact that three doesn't work for me is quite interesting. So, cheers to 2024. I know it's going to be better. But in the meantime, um, I wanted to talk about like me as a kid. So, growing up, I moved around a lot. It wasn't until the 8th grade that I my family like my sisters and I found a stable home and prior to that like my life was just complete chaos um I don't even remember the elementary schools that I went to or any of the friends that I had or my teachers names like most kids do and that's kind of like really weird I I've been toying with the idea of uh, uh like I'm sorry I'm like stuttering um <laughs> take a breath but I've been toying with the idea of hypnosis lately to talk to my inner child, to get to know some things about me, to bring some things to light because um, I had a really traumatic life prior to, you know, leaving my home and what they call survival like mechanisms where I just like tuned out a lot of things from my memory I can't recall a lot of things. I, I still struggle with that today. So there are just like pieces of my memory that aren't there. And that's not easy being a mom, especially when our, like my kids are wondering like, oh, did you do this as a kid? Did you do this as a kid? And it's really hard to say yes or no for some things because I'm very, very de detached from my inner child, which is why I try to do all of that work. But um, I didn't have any close friends. I I never had a best friend until I moved where I live now um, and I met my best friend, Victoria, in the eighth grade. And she's still my friend today, even though we aren't like connected like we used to. But she she was a huge foundation in my life. And I know if I called her right now, she would, you know, be there for me. And the same goes for her. But I never had like stability as far as that goes. And my mom had some 
serious traumas that she was working through and it was very isolated my my childhood and that's <laughs> that's kind of embarrassing to say because I, I've never wanted to share my life with anyone in fact I I tried so hard to hide it but as I get older as I do more healing I realize there is no running from something that's really important like that like your your foundation whether you remember it or not like subconsciously you are still going through it and because of all of that trauma I've had a really hard time understanding who I was and like what life is and what life could be so I was a very rebellious teenager um I didn't understand a lot of things or like understand rules or why they worked I I did not have like the best upbringing um and it's it's not my mom's fault I I want to say that I I don't blame her anymore I used to but I don't blame her anymore I I understand as an adult and through my healing what you know she went through and she did the best that she knew she could do was it someone's best no no not at all but but it wasn't her fault um and that's okay because as an adult I get to make my own decisions and I get to heal and I get to grow but it takes a lot it's it's a lot of energy to go through all of this so I didn't really understand what it means to have like connections or to spend time with someone or to have a best friend handshake or something like that I was not fortunate enough to have that and through high school I had many people that I knew, but I never allowed anybody to get close to me. And I'm realizing that's because I didn't even know who I was to even allow that to happen. And that's, that is something that's showing up in my life today, in my work today, no matter how far I've come. Um, one of my problems is realizing I've never known who I was and I've always been searching and climbing and trying to figure out like what is the next step what am I supposed to do but my hold up is the fact that I've never properly laid a foundation on who Ashley is so every time I go and I do things and I try to achieve something it doesn't hold because my foundation is non-existent. It's kind of like that story about building a brick house in the sand and the house just sort of sinks. So this year, though it's been so difficult, has been a year of discovery about myself, about who Ashley is. I, I've been on this journey for... 36 years and I think that I'm finally not afraid to discover who I am. Um, when I first started my business, I 
I didn't know what kind of photographer I wanted to be. I, I struggled with like how I wanted to edit, even though I knew I had a vision of what I thought I wanted. And the whole time I thought I was achieving that, I really wasn't achieving that. I was struggling. I was struggling to find that and always questioning myself, like I told you guys um, previously, that I would look at these great people and I would say like, I want that and I, I want to figure out all of that. But I was like basically leaping forward, missing so many steps that I needed to take in order to find that. Part of me feels like I couldn't find that because I was avoiding the most important step and that is understanding who I am at my very core. So when you ask those questions like, who are you? Who is Ashley McCoy? I could give you a million different answers that weren't true or genuine or real to me because I never really asked myself. Um, my children, they ask me all the time, like, what is your favorite color and what's your favorite food and what's your favorite animal? And these things I've never really thought about or cared about answering um, because I've never sat and had a conversation with myself and I asked myself, like, what is your favorite color and what is your favorite food and what is your favorite animal? I I don't know those things, but I plan I plan to get to know them. I like to know the answers because I want to know them and I, I'm not afraid of hiding from myself anymore. I've realized that I haven't had genuine connection with people because I'm a mystery to myself and to others. I am asked all the time, like, you should share more on social media and you should do this and you should do that. And I do, I do my best. I try so hard to share on social media. Um, but we only share the good things on social media. I have this thought, like, that I don't want to share funny memes and I don't want to share things on social media that will show my personality because I don't really want people to know who I am on that front. I just want them to know that I'm a successful person and that I'm a good mom and that I don't struggle. But I'm tired of running from that. Um, I'm really tired of running from that because I do struggle. And that's the whole point of me taking November off of social media. Because I think that social media helps me run away too. Um, I can just tune out things and do the dead scrolling. And go on to like my next achievement. So I've I've deleted my social media. I haven't been on social media in 15 days. And I feel like I can hear myself. And I'm more focused. I've achieved some self-discovery that I'm going to talk about. And it's been really good. 
Well, one of those things that I've come to realize is that I've placed my identity in my photography and that doesn't make any sense because I'll go through these huge bouts of depression trying to figure out my next great thing or like how I want my things to be portrayed or like how can I be different from this photographer or you know this or that and that's not really healthy because these things those depressions that I fall into they affect me really hard and it's one of those things where when I fall into that I can't be true to myself I will struggle with inconsistency and I will say that I'm going to do something and then I'll back out of it because I've talked myself out of it or I've said that I'm not good enough and nobody's going to care anyway so why like why do I have to keep my word but that's wrong like that's really wrong and and one of the things that I teach my children is if you're breaking a promise to yourself you'll break a promise to anyone and those are the things that you can't do in life like you just you can't so if you say to yourself like I'm going to do this then you have to do it like you have to do it to the best of your ability and if I say like I'm going to put out this blog on Thursday so I hope you guys all read it and then I'm working on the blog and I, I get in my own head, which is really easy for me to do. I will get in my own head and I'll say, nobody is going to listen to this anyway, so like, why does it even matter? So I won't. And before I know it, I've let everybody down who was counting on me to put out this blog. And maybe it's not a blog, maybe it's something else, but nevertheless, I've without realizing it because that's the thing is I don't I don't realize that I'm letting people down because I truly in my heart don't think that people actually care um and what I've discovered is that it doesn't matter if people care or not it's what I say to myself and that promise that I'm keeping to myself I'm gonna put out a blog post I don't have to do it for everybody else I can just do it for me because I think I'm a good artist and I think that I'm a good photographer and so I should do it for me because I'm proud of whatever it is that I have accomplished. One of the things that my friend tells me is done is better than perfect. Like She says it all the time and she doesn't know it but it drives me crazy because I don't know anything but perfect and if it's not perfect, then it's not done. And so I can't do it. And so that lets people down too. And that's not who I want to be in life. I don't want to be somebody who lets people down. I don't want to be somebody who's like, oh yeah, Ashley said that she was going to do this, but then she didn't do it because she lets herself down all the time. 
I know that there are people out there who can relate to me. I, I know that I'm not the only one. And I used to think that I was the only one, but I'm just, I'm not. And that's a lie that I tell myself to allow myself to keep going down the way that I'm, I'm going. So over the years, I've had different styles and different ideas and different things that I've wanted to do and the ways I wanted to capture and like all of these great ideas for my business that I've like wasted, including relationships and first impressions. Um, funny, like I've heard a lot of different opinions about myself when it comes to my work. I have a lot of people who look up to me and a lot of people who reach out to me and ask me questions on like, what is crazy? Like, how are you so successful and how are you doing all of these things? And I look like I'm something. But what's going on inside of me is definitely not that. And so for that, like, to happen, it feeds, like, this perfectionist ego that I have. And that is super unhealthy. And this year, or let's say last year, I went to France. Um, a major turn in my business, in my personal discovery, in my art, and... I thought I had it all figured out because that's what I do. I think, aha, I figured it out. I'm not doing anything more. This is it. This is perfect. <sighs> not true, you guys. Oh my gosh. It's like constant improvement. Today I told Sam that I'm like a moody teenager who is constantly changing. You never know what like, is going to come out of me. And he did laugh at that, but it's true. Um... And so I was struggling, like, too, after coming back from France, in my identity, shortly after thinking I had it all figured out. Because apparently what I was doing was not my true self. And I can see that. Um, I've never been able to see myself in photos. Like, I've never had a lot of photos taken of me. I've never been in front of a camera. And I used to say like, oh no, I, I only have like two photos of me on the internet because I don't take photos. So I've never seen myself truly the way that other people see me. I've been afraid to take headshots and the ones that I do have for like from the very beginning, you'll notice that I am curled up in myself. Um... I'm really stiff. I'm really uncomfortable. I'm like, please, please just take this picture and like, let's just do this so that I, I don't have to do this anymore. And I struggled with that. But this year, I have been in front of the camera so many times trying to figure that out and like discover who I am and like what I look like and like, what is my good side? So I ask my brides all the time, like, do you have a favorite side you like to be photographed on? Which is a very interesting question. And I always love to hear their answers because I'm looking at my brides and like they're gorgeous on both sides. But I don't, I didn't know what my favorite side was. Um, like, yeah, I would take selfies or, or whatnot, but they weren't 
anything that I ever really cared about and being in front of like a real camera to do like professional things that was that was really scary so I look at these photos from being in France um and I see like how stiff I am and how I look kind of frightened but I'm a little bit more open than I was previously like some of the girls from the trip that I went on they took photos of me and I can see like I don't know how to be I don't know how to act. I've never been in a setting like this before. And I'm kind of like trying to blend in, but oh my gosh, it's funny looking back. I see that in those photos. And I thought it was like the best photo that I'd ever taken, by the way. Um, and I put them on my website and like, I think that that's it. I think I've discovered myself. I think I've like fit in with where I need to go. And then I, I take another trip to Bali and I'm struggling during this time, by the way, I'm, I'm struggling whenever I go to Bali as well. Um, a lot of like family things going on and I go still and I'm having like, I'm sitting with this photographer that I, I looked up to and I would obsess over and I would be like, I just, I want to be like this person when I grow up. Um, I just admired her work and the way that she photographed things and it was just so lovely. And one of those things that I felt was completely like not tangible for me. Another lie, by the way. But I'm sitting with her and I'm sitting with another photographer and like we're going over my work and they both look at me and say like this is not you. This website is not you. This color is not you. That shirt is not you. And I'm like yeah you're right. Like that's not me. And I I really felt like it wasn't me, but I also felt like, okay, it was me. Like, this is who I am. This is what I want to be. But there was always something missing in that. So I'm like, you're right. I'm going to shoot these photos and I'm going to go home and I'm going to change everything about me because I don't want to fit in. I don't want to be another Southern photographer and... Part of that is true. I don't want to be another Southern photographer, but I went to an extreme that I thought was me that I needed to go to with like these dark colors because I do like dark colors, but I also don't see what I mean by I don't know who I am. I thought that I needed to change like my colors and I loved it. I loved the way that it looked. It was so sleek and meaningful because I stood in the Bali Sea and I just had a meditation and I was like this is what I needed to be that's what I made it I took these like really intense photos of myself and I felt them and I was proud of them but something was missing still I think I took myself out of the game by changing it up because it felt not good. Like, it felt good. 
when I was doing it. But there was something inside of my soul that was like, no, this is, this is not it. And it's so funny how people can have such an influence on your mind uh, when you don't know who you are. When you aren't secure in knowing what your foundation is, when you're sinking in the sand. Because people can just sort of like mold the ground beneath you. And that is a really unsettling feeling and one that I, I don't think I'll allow anymore. So whenever I like think about all of that, <laughs> um, I feel really sad for the person that I was even just a few months ago because I was like screaming out I want to be different. Nobody understands me. <laughs> that whole moody teenager thing. But all along, none of that is fully who I am. So who am I? Um, that's a, such a question. But I'm actually a really soft person. I'm very emotional. I really love love. Because that was always an idea that I never understood either. Like what it was to love and to fully be loved. That's one of those... Um, <clears throat> Great gifts of borderline personality disorder, by the way. But the truth is, is like you really can't love anything until you love yourself. Um, I'm figuring that out. I do love myself. We've been through a lot together. Even if I was ignoring her along the way. Um, so I don't, I don't like scary things and I don't like dark things. And I just want things to be like happy all the time. That's who I am. And I want, I want to be somebody who, like, laughs. Um, I took some photos, right? Like, sorry, I'm gonna back up just a little. I took, like, these really serious photos. And I, I love those photos. Because I love posing and I love playing with poses. Um, and I love, I love doing different things like that, but I took these photos and they're pretty sharp. But then a few weeks ago, Sam told me like, you know, I think, I think you need to be a little softer in your photos and like warm up because people need to see that side of you. 
And I'm like, what side of me? Because this is the side that I didn't really think existed, but it, it does. Um, the side that likes cozy sweaters and laughs. <laughs> Sometimes I laugh a lot in my head, but I've always been afraid to show emotion. Isn't that weird? Um, I've always been afraid to let people see specific sides of me. Like I don't, I don't dance in front of people, and I don't sing in front of people. I don't bite into food in front of people. And even when I'm suffering, I don't let anyone know, which is sad but I'm letting you all know some pretty heavy things right now and I'm actually okay with it I don't think I'll regret this podcast episode I think uh, I'm not gonna re-record it because I've been recording this whole time and I haven't like stopped I'm just sort of letting it go. Um, which is why there's like a lot of pauses. But anyway, rambling now. So, the real me. I do like very soft things. And I love being a wedding photographer. And I like being gentle. Um... And so I reflected that. I did some soul searching, did some meditation, my favorite thing to do, to see who I am, like to connect with my higher self um, and to have conversations with my higher self. I know a lot of people may find that to be really weird, but I don't. I would have also been afraid to tell people that too, that I am a little bit woo-woo. I am not ashamed of that. I do connect with the universe. It's my favorite place to be when I'm connecting with the universe. It's been really silent connecting with the universe lately but maybe not maybe not considering the things that I've recently done but all of that saying that I took some warmer photos and I'm actually smiling and showing my teeth I've always been afraid to laugh What a sad, sad realization. I've always been afraid to laugh, but laughter is like so infectious and that energy is, that energy feels good. So I've rebranded again. Hopefully that's okay. I, I think that it's okay to go through things to discover who you are. If you don't know, that's the only way you get to know. And I'm really happy with what I've discovered and 
I'm, um, I'm, I'm really grateful for this crazy journey that I'm on. I, I'm not afraid to, like, share these things anymore, and I, I get that it's not, it's a different kind of podcast. I understand that. But like I said in the first one, this, this is really a journey for me to discover me and also to help other people along the way because like I'm not the only one. Somebody listening to this right now is struggling to find out who they are and they've been putting on a face and that's okay. That really is okay. But it's not okay to stay there and to struggle. It's not okay to not open yourself up to connection. And it's not okay to hide from yourself. Because that's like that's the most important connection you're ever going to make. Without that connection of figuring out who you are, you're going to go down so many paths of discovering who you aren't. And some of them are really ugly. You, ugh, yeah, really ugly. <laughs> Sorry, a few thoughts there. But um, more than that, you lose a lot of time. Uh, it's the one resource that we can't we can't get back and time is really important and precious and that's one reason I'm like extremely grateful that you're listening to me I'm all over the place right now in this episode I'm not even bothered by it though I am doing really well I, I think that the chapter 2024 is going to be spectacular and I'm gonna go places that I've always wanted to go because I've I'm taking myself with me I'm not hiding and I'm not putting Ashley in a closet and I'm not telling her to be quiet because nobody wants to hear her thoughts and I'm not telling her not to laugh because nobody wants to look at her I'm going to look at every mirror that I pass by and remind myself that I am very special and I'm wanted and I'm needed and people do care about me just like I care about them because I really do care about people. Um, I'm terrible at texting back, by the way, but I, I do care about you. I know this was a really long episode. And probably a really weird one, but that's okay. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. Um, if you do have a moment to go check out my website and send me an email and tell me your thoughts. I would love to hear them. Um, you're also fine, like, my incredible team. 
on there. I finally put photos of my team that I've been working with for years on my website. These people, they know me really well and, or they know what I allow them to know. Um, but they've been with me through years through so many like crazy ups and downs and ideas and plans. And they've always believed in me the whole time. And those people I'm forever indebted to because they have helped me get to where I am. And they look up to me and they listen to me and they allow me to guide them through the world of photography. They put up with my OCD and my perfectionism. Um, and those are really good friends to have. So... If you have a second, I would really love for you to go check out my website and give me some feedback on it. Uh, and also, if you are struggling the way that I've struggled, I would be thrilled to grab some coffee with you and just talk or listen. I'm pretty good at listening, too. It's my favorite way of hiding from myself, asking questions about other people and not talking about me. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening to this weird episode. Like, you guys really rock, and I can't wait to see where this thing goes. And I can't wait to listen to this episode a year from now and remind myself of where I was and to congratulate myself on where I end up. So I hope to see you there, and I look forward to making another episode. I don't know what that's going to be about right now. I'm just sort of letting the universe talk with me. So thank you so much for, like, your patience on this thing. I know I hate listening to, like, podcasts that I love and then waiting ages for another episode to come out. So thanks for bearing with me because this is, um... This is new waters that I'm navigating, and I'm afraid of the ocean, so it's a little weird. Uh, anyway, I love you guys, like, so much. Thank you for everything. Thank you for listening to this and helping it grow and helping me grow and just connecting with me. You guys truly are, like, the best. 